Hello. Hey, it's me. So I've been trying to figure out what I'm supposed to call you. What do you mean, Brandon? Well, your name is Cheryl, but you're also a pseudo guru. Yeah, so you can call me Cheryl or you can call me your pseudo guru. But what is a pseudo guru? It's a pretend guru. I pretend that I'm your guru. and I'll guide you with cosmic awareness until you're able to guide yourself. Okay, uh, so what is woohoo? Woohoo is a static approval from the universe. How do you get this approval? By catching it. How do you catch it? It's everywhere. You learn how to find it. You'll see it and taste it and smell it and feel it and notice it in places that you never knew existed. It's all around you. So what do you mean in like, like numbers and signs and symbols and things like that? Yes. You receive their message and you fill up with their currency and that's woohoo. It's like spiritual currency. It's wild and feral and free joy. So is that what high vibes mean? Yep. You can gain the high frequency power to radiate real joyful vibes out into the universe. That's high vibes. It's contagious. You catch it, you open it, you experience it, and you share it. That's amazing. We should do a podcast. Ooh. Welcome to the Woohoo Crew podcast, where cosmic culture meets pop culture, where we discuss topics like astrology, numerology, the mind-body connection, as well as sports, music, and entertainment. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm joined by my co-host, my pseudo-guru, Cheryl. We are the Woohoo Crew. My pseudo-guru, welcome to our first show, episode one. How are you doing? Welcome you as well. I am feeling woohoo totally. Awesome. How are you? I'm great. I'm, <laughs> I'm woohoo fabulous. <laughs> okay, so great. So we have broken down the show into four quarters. That's 11 minutes each. That's a 44-minute show for those of you doing the math at home. And I have actually a really cool story about the number 44 coming up, which I'll share with you. So let's get started. First quarter. Reason for the season. Woohoo! All right. So, this is a segment where you tell us about the current season. Uh, what are we in right now, by the way? I know it's football season. It's almost uh, flu season. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's mating season, I know, for the deer in my neighborhood. They are frisky right now. Well, so that's good. Yeah. 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 So, what, 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 what is the season? Well, it's Scorpio season. So, your deer are right, totally aligned with the season. It's Scorpio season. It's a healing, regenerative recovery season. And it's, it's that the underworld, not being afraid to go, to go under, to look, to, to look under, look under the hood of what you're working on, to, to understand, to stand under whatever it is that you want to understand. And it's uh, deep in the psyche. Scorpio is intense and, and intimate. And like you said, what the deer are doing, it's mating season for all of us. But just to, to, for the act of it, that's Scorpio. It's very seductive energy. 
And it's like, if you've ever seen a lily pad floating on a murky swamp, it's going underneath that surface. That's the Scorpio, not, it's being afraid, but doing it with courage to go into the muck, to get to the root of what it is that we want to heal, that we want to regenerate, that we want to recover. And it's, um, so it's not casual at all. It's that, it's that truthfulness, that perfect honesty and truthfulness can sting. That's why it's scorpion can sting that truth that, yeah, that truth that lies beneath the surface. Um, It's also about committing, commitment in relationships and sharing resources to empower each other. Um, And when it's flowing well, when when we're aligned with the, the sun's energy, when it's flowing well, we'll find it easy to be intimate with life and to be intimate with others and be committed so able to face the the shadows face the betrayals the violations of emotional trust that self-confrontation that's why it's not a casual energy that's happening right now which is why halloween and day of the dead and you know um all those all those those uh sacred days those energetic days fall under scorpio it's the truth of the soul and then what doesn't serve a purpose to the truth of the soul dies, it dies off, it kills. It's like the death card of tarot. That's what, uh, it's a Scorpio tarot card is death. And it's the death so that we could be transformed. Holy cow. Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> casual about what you just said. <laughs> no. Do you know any Scorpios? Uh, I'm pretty close to, to one Scorpio in particular. Uh, that's me, uh, which Ooh. is funny because, you know, I my entire life when people have you know, ask me what my sign is, which they, I tell them Scorpio and they're like, Oh my God. Wow. Okay. I get it now. (laughs) So it's, it's starting to, it's starting to make sense. So you just, it's like, you were just looking into my soul right there. Yeah. And it's, it's, it can be intimidating for other people because you know, if you're, if you're Scorpio, the high vibration of Scorpio is you're able to you're able to really figure out, like just sniff out other people's deepest, darkest secrets that your intuition, uh, you're able to, to sense that that trouble brewing before it even gets to the surface. So that's that's why it can be intimidating to be near a Scorpio because, um, because you're able to see the truth. You're able to look into their eyes and that, that can be scary for some people. I'm not sure. There's certain people, I'm not sure I want them to know what you just said. <laughs> and they can't lie to you too because you'll know right i know i'm a scorpio moon i can always tell when someone's lying and that's pretty much what what really charges me up the most it pushes my buttons when someone's lying and i'll always ask them i'll just keep you know that's what we we can do with our scorpio currency is be inquisitive and keep asking what so we find out what they're withholding okay so you mentioned scorpion currency so one of the things we're going to do in this uh, in this quarter is you put together a top something list, uh, top three, top four, top five. Uh, this week, you've got top four ways to catch the scorpion currency. So mm. what are what are those top four ways? Well, the first way to catch scorpion energy, number one, is to excrete exhaustion. What does that mean? <laughs> well, excrete. So yeah, I know what that means. <laughs> I actually know what each word means individually, but when you put them together, it's very confusing. (laughs) Well, it's the alliteration that makes it more magical. So excrete exhaustion. It's a great mantra to say, a great spell. 
Um, and you can say that anytime you yawn, anytime you exhale, anytime you, anything that's coming out of your body, think of it as exhaustion. And that's true. Anytime you're yawning or um, sweating or um, uh, anything that's coming out, that excreting, you know how that happens in the body and the colon helps us. The colon is a scorpion organ. You're excreting exhaustion. So think of it that way. And you'll know you're doing it when your exhales are able to be really long and you're able to clear out because the longer your exhales are, the, the deeper your inhales are. And the more you can inhale, the more you can bring in life force, which is the opposite of exhaustion. That's energy. That's crazy. That makes sense. All right. Number two, what do you have for number two? Number two is initiate intimacy. I like it. Yeah. So being able to have those, even if you don't have a Scorpio and let's say your sun, your moon, or your rising, we all have Scorpio somewhere. And we also have Pluto. Everybody has Scorpio somewhere. Everybody has Scorpio somewhere to know where it is. Yeah. One of your houses. And then you also have an eighth house, which has the flavor of Scorpio. It's how the arena of Scorpio and it's the Scorpio sun right now. So we want to catch the currency. And this is the time to really initiate intimate relationships. It could be with yourself. It could be with your colon. It could be with your pet. It could be with a partner. It could be with a neighbor. It could be with anybody just having an intimate conversation. So I get, I understand how to be intimate with just about everything you said on that list, but how am I, how could I get intimate with my colon? Well, you can close your eyes and, and visualize where it is and understand the meridians, that, uh, that channel where the energy flows in and out of your colon. And just you'll notice when your colon is working well be, because you'll see if, um, if things are working out for you. And just understanding what the colon needs, it might need some things for you to consume to make the colon's life easier. And if the colon can help you let go. So things that you're not able to release, to excrete, it, it's oftentimes emotional, like regrets and totally. resentments and the grief of that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I had never, never thought about it like that. Okay. Number three, what do you have? Reflect on your resources. Okay. That makes, uh, that makes sense. Uh, but give me a couple examples just to put everything in context. Yeah. So Scorpio, the eighth house in particular is our resources. So understanding our resources, how we can help empower others and how others can help empower us and really reflect on that and working together with committed partnerships to help each other, help empower each other, sharing our resources. Like what it is that you could share, like how you and I do, right? Like I share with you about the cosmic um, literacy and you share with me what's happening in the sports and pop culture world. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. Uh, we're getting close on time. So what's number four? Clarify your commitments. Which means? So understand like what you're committed to. Is it what you want to commit to? Is it serving the truth of your soul? Is it helping you have intimacy in your commitments and, and what and who are you committed to, to understand that and get clarity around that. And that well, Scorpio is a water sign and water is clarity, even though, you know, Scorpio, we can go underneath the, the lily pad, go into the muck, the deep muck. We want that clarity that like clear water to see, okay, this is what I'm committed to. And I'm whole, wholly committed. And that's the cool thing about Scorpio is, it's that penetrating commitment that's so lovely. 
All right. So that's, that's our cosmic timer. We've got about a minute left in this quarter. So when you, how do you clarify, like, how do you personally, when you clarify your commitments, do you, I mean, is this something you meditate on or do you just, uh, do you have a running, uh, list of things on a piece of paper? Yeah, I, I, um, often do that with, with my altar and, and I put things that I'm committed to there and, and, um, either with drawings, art or paper writing things that I'm committed to, um, so right now I'm committing to uh, getting up each day very early and teaching a, a yoga flow for the colon um, with the woohooers. That's pretty cool. Okay, so that's uh, that's very interesting. Uh, that's all we have the time for in the first quarter. Great job, pseudo guru. Take a break, get some water, stretch, clear your mind. We will see you back here after the break. Second quarter, woo-wire. Woohoo! Welcome back. We're in the second quarter in a fun little segment called Woohoo Wire. So each week, I take something interesting I found in the world of pop culture, share it with you all, and our pseudo guru channels a cosmic force on the Woohoo Wire so she can tell us the cosmic significance of my pop culture story. So here we go. So I live in Atlanta. The Atlanta Braves won the World Series last week. So to preface, in Major League Baseball, they break up the seasons in halves with the All-Star game in the middle. And I was reading this story that said the Braves won 44 games before the All-Star break, and they won 44 games after the All-Star break. And then they go in, they go on to win the World Series in the 44th week of the year. And their best player in team history, a guy named Hank Aaron, uh, who held the baseball record for most home runs for decades and who died earlier this year, wore number 44. And then I actually dug some more and it got even weirder. So he hit exactly 44 home runs in four different seasons, which is really hard to do. And the, the home run that he hit to break Babe Ruth's, which everybody knows who Babe Ruth is, to break Babe Ruth's home run record was off of a pitcher wearing the number 44. Oh, and by the way, the Braves have a giant 44 mowed into the lawn in their outfield grass to honor Hank Aaron. So, so my question is, what is going on with this number 44? Wow, that's a lot of woohoo. Okay. Isn't it cra it's crazy, right? Yes. Hey, 44, thanks for joining us. It's, it's great to be here. So I have a lot of questions for you. So I, I don't know if you, I've, you heard my story. Uh, what, what, tell me about yourself. I'm, I'm so intrigued by this. Well, I'm 44. So I come from four and 11. My mother is four and my father is 11 and they multiplied <laughs> and had me. That's amazing. That's an amazing birth story. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. So anytime you see my number, it's an, it's an amplification of 11 multiplied by four, and it's a big deal, 44. It's a, a very significant um, number. So I'm going to break it down for you. Four, what I get from my mother's lineage of four, four is your, your intuition and it's a door it even looks like a door if you see the top of a four and it rhymes with door so you know it works and it's that door between your eyebrows that rectangular door oh wow and going into there it's a portal 
So it seems to me that the, that all the, that you mentioned, the, the, the baseball players that you mentioned um, are very tuned in to four and don't they have four bases as well? They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So four is that. And then the fourth chakra is the heart. So it's the love and it's about tapping into your courage. Courage is the, to engage the heart and lead from the heart. And that that's for it's the it's the the heart and it's also the the door to the the neutral mind get being really steady and intuitive and I think you have to be intuitive to to comprehend the wisdom of the baseball the highest baseball plays and it's a, a open mindedness very open being able to see the big picture and I think that's what what they did um, for also is to forgive and perhaps they all forgave any kind of energy or any story that was in their way and they forgave. Um, and it's also the cornerstone of mercy and acceptance and loving. It's, it's those corners of the four, the, the door of the four. It's, it's able to tune into your foundation and get really squared away because rectangle and you know square. Um, so that's what my mother has, has given the number and able that, that ability with the four, what parts of you are stable and steady, like four, the, the, the lines of the four, the corners of the four and what's open and free. It's also the, the four directions. So able to feel and understand the four directions, the four chambers of the heart, the four seasons, the four noble truths. And it's about opening the door. And it sounds like that's what they were able to do is open the door. Um, so then that's the number four and it's staying present and acting from the inner wisdom. So then multiplying 11 with that, 11 is infinity. 11 is you can do anything. That's, that's the power of 11. It's the infinite. It's the it's the um, expansion, expansiveness. It's the, the frequency connecting to the infinite. So when you see 11, you know that that's a big woohoo. You know that the universe is kind of winking at you. It's there for you. It's, it's, it's pulling for you. And your purpose and your satisfaction in life is to know that and to know that your truth, what you're saying, what comes, what you're speaking, that's the word. That's all about 11. Your truth is the word to so the, the cosmos, the universe knows that what you're saying is, is coming into fruition and it's going to help you when you see those 11s. And it's that natural spirit talent that's open up to infinite possibilities, like what you just mentioned, all those winnings and the 11, the, 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 the purpose of 11 is to fall in love with your sound current and lock into that creative flow. So that's what it sounds like the players were, they were into their creative flow, they were locked in and they were able to increase the impact of their groove into the world with their inventive genius and their refinement. One more thing, when you see 11, like you see 11, 11, it's an energetic sign to amplify your love on the planet. And what the baseball players do is they help us amplify the love of the game and for us to love the games, right? And even the game, like three strikes are out in, in our life. So you see 11-11, it's a sign to amplify love. And then 
it, it's to remind you that you are an amplifier of energy. And 44 is that, is that multiplied, multi, multiplied. So 11 times four and four is love, four is neutral mind. And that is the 44. Okay. So of, let's say, let's take the first 99 numbers. So you're 44. Would you consider yourself a powerful number amongst the other 98 numbers? We're all powerful. They're my colleagues and we all work together to um, help serve the universe and to serve you. Well, the reason I asked, so here's what's interesting, just a little bit more deeper into the baseball team. So they weren't a very good team on paper. I mean, it's this, this World Series uh, victory for the Atlanta Braves will go down as like one of the most improbable uh, World Series wins maybe in the history of baseball. Or, like they, they should make a movie out of how they turn their season around, around the all-star break. So, and that's, that's kind of why I was asking, because you mentioned a lot of things like, you know, with you, you're one of your forces that you can do anything and, and that the universe is there for you, which mm -hmm. that kind of resonated with me and then infinite possibilities. I mean, all those things are, are, and you take in the fact that you were, your number was sprinkled all over, uh, their season. Yeah. It's, right. it's, it's pretty crazy. Well, that's how they call on me. That's how you call on, on me. So for 44, you write it down, you inscribe it, you think it, you say it, and then I'm there. I'm there for you. And then, you know, what I said earlier, they have a giant 44, like mowed into the outfield grass. So these players were seeing that every single day. And you're saying that that had a, a significant impact on them. Yes, because it, it, that's my calling. They call it like you call it on the woohoo wire. That's one way to call me. But drawing and that obviously is easy for me to see. And if I hadn't seen it, you know, my really good friends, 55, 33, my colleagues, they would have said, hey, 44, look at that. Look what's going on in Atlanta. But I saw it myself because I felt it and was called to, to help them. And so once, and they're, they're doing their part, they're all very unified. The team is very integrous very loving team. The, the city of Atlanta loves the Braves. And I just came in to amplify that. That's what I did. I amplified the love. They felt it. They flowed with it. And that's um, the success flow to them. And they flew to success. And that's how it went. That's amazing. Well, listen, on behalf of the city of Atlanta, <laughs> and, and, a, and a big, oh, there's our cosmic timer, and a big, uh, a big Braves fan that I am, uh, I just want to say thank you for, for helping our team win the World Series, and, and thanks for being here. That was really interesting. You're so welcome. Okay, well, good luck. Uh, have a safe trip back. <laughs> thank you. All right, that wraps up the second quarter. We're going to take a, another break. We'll be back shortly. This week's show is sponsored by the number 44. It's the number that the Atlanta Braves used all season to capture their first World Series title in 26 years. Call upon 44 to catch the currency of infinite possibilities and win your soul's championship. Third quarter, the interview. Welcome back. Third quarter starts now. Pseudo Guru is back from channeling the lovely number 44. And it's time now for our big interview of the week. Cheryl, who's our guest today? 
Our guest is Kira Wilsonman, and she is a very spiritually enriched woohooer. Hey, Kira. Hi, Brandon. <laughs> Do you go by Brandon or Brandon? Uh, my closest friends call me Brandon. Okay, great. <laughs> so please, please call me Brandon. Am I, am I close enough of a friend to call you Brandon? Uh, absolutely. Okay, great. How are you? I'm great. We're excited to have you. I'm excited this to be here. This is going to be fun. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you promise? Uh, I don't make promises. <laughs> this is our first episode. We're working the kinks out. All right. I like episode 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 number one. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yep. You're uh, you're our first interview. That's great. First episode. First Pick guest. A good one. I I know. Okay, Karis, we have some questions for you. What makes you a woohooer? Okay, well, there's probably lots of different reasons I'm a woohooer, but uh, mainly because um, of you, my pseudo guru, inspired mm -hmm. me to become a uh, woohooer. When I met you, however many years ago it is now, probably five years, and um, just really. Um, resonated with your teachings and have learned a lot from you and um, am really, really excited that I am part of the woohoo craft and um, because I have just made a massive pivot in life and uh, so I am moving in this direction of I don't know where it's going to lead me, but I know it's going to be someplace great and uh, we'll see what happens with it. But I think Woohoo is going to help. In fact, I know Woohoo is going to help. Tell us how you craft your day. Well, um, I am recently inspired. We'll start with that. Um, I just left um, teaching school. I uh, was in public education for 27 years. And so just stopped doing that um, as of June 1st this year. I officially retired, except for, I don't, that word is, I don't like it. So instead I say I am inspired. So I'm celebrating my inspirement, which is fabulous mm. for me because I can craft my day any day, uh, any way I like, mm. um, which is an amazing feeling. But typically I wake up whenever I wake up because no alarm needed. And um, I usually start with some sort of meditation practice right away. Lately, it's been the daily gifts from you. And full disclosure, I do that while the coffee is being made. Mm, good, good. <laughs> so I get up, I start the coffee, I do my daily breath work, and then I move into my um, lesson in A Course in Miracles. And uh, so I study that for a little while. I'm also studying my gene keys, which is uh, pretty amazing. And then after a little while, I'll go into um, another meditation since uh, with the Woohoo Craft, we're working on two right now, up to <laughs> 41 minutes each. Today was 20 minutes. I've only done one of those. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll do the, uh, the colon kriya. Mm -hmm. and the um, breaking habits meditation. That's already happened today. And then I have been doing Satkriya later in the afternoon when I start to feel my energy kind of going down 
I'll do Satkriya to uplift me. But then when I lay down to rest, that also kind of turns into an afternoon nap. Um, also at some point in time during the day, I will um, uh, do Japji, which is uh, meditation for the soul or of the soul, for the soul and of the soul. And I usually do some sort of exercise outside you're so aligned for Scorpio season, and I'm glad you're doing all the meditations and sequences on the portal that are aligned with Scorpio as well. So in the Scorpio season, how, so you are honoring it, especially by what you have done. Um, are there any, anything else in regard to honoring the Scorpio season? Maybe you have an altar or perhaps you're working on your soul's true purpose. It sounds um, like you are. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I do. Um, I do have an altar. You know, learning about this Scorpio season really resonates with me, um, especially with the idea of um, the connection with the colon and with letting go, especially with this path that I have found myself on that I just completely let go of a very stable job. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I'm just in some sort of stage of transformation that's going, to, that I'm really, really enjoying. I'm just taking the time right now to um, just dive deep into my own studies, find out which direction all of this will take me. So I have a question. So this is pretty, pretty cool. So your inspirement, uh, it, basically, it sounds like it's kind of led you to this journey of spiritual and mental and and physical transformation uh i'm curious like from a practical standpoint like how much rough rough guess like how much time did you spend on this per day let's say uh before your inspirement some days 20 minutes some days 90 okay and then now is it is it a kind of an all-day thing it sounds like that you're Uh, I, I weave it in different times of the day. Um, I think for some people, it works well for them to get up first thing in the morning and do all of their practice, especially if somebody has a, a job where they work nine to five, you know, you've got, it's been a family, you have to make the time for it. I am in a very unique situation where um, I'm not on a schedule right now, which is actually, I get to make my own schedule, which is a big shift for me after teaching school for, I mean, I've been in school my entire life. So just being able to, to craft my day as I wish has been um, a great, just a a really great pleasure for me. But Um, it's, it sounds like, cause you have the benefit of obviously having a fuller day to be able to do these things. But uh, it sounds like though, you still, you still could, uh, you know, kind of enjoy some of these transformations uh, previously when you were working full time or had other commitments and things like that. And it- oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would do I would um, do my meditation in the morning or even on a lunch break or just even between classes. Um, you know, I mentioned earlier that we are in Woohoo Craft. We are doing two meditations, actually three if you count the. Um, the colon kriya as well. But a lot of people think that meditation takes a significant amount of time when in actuality, one deep conscious breath 
is in itself a form of meditation. It's just taking a pause for a moment to, to tap into your self and your heart center. So Kira, we're really grateful for all the beautiful crocheted organs that you create for us. And, and how have you tapped into your creativity? Well, that is um, one way that I have uh, figured that out. I, I didn't realize that, well, I don't know. I don't even know how to say that. So I taught myself how to crochet in um, like spring of 2020. I like to call myself a professional hooker. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that's what this show was about. <laughs> professional well. hooker. I've got mad skills with a crochet hook and some yarn for sure. Uh, that um, kind of hooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, Scorp it is Scorpio season. It is Scorpio season. It is the season. That, yeah. that is the season. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny, actually. I was going to put professional hooker on my um, my uh, critters and whatnots Instagram page, but I found out that a professional hooker is actually hot babes in bikinis who catch fish. <laughs> that could be your next venture. So I could, I could try that. Now that I've, I've, I have mastered this type of hooking, maybe I could try, you know, another kind, but uh, yeah, no. So I just found out that I really have a knack for creating um, beautiful projects with a hook and some yarn. And uh, Cheryl asked me to, she just, she planted a seed. She's very good at doing that. She, um, <laughs> She, she planted a seed and then I took it and, and, and it grew. So I am in the process of crocheting the internal organs to go with the um, different astrological seasons. So hanging awesome. in her kitchen are um, a pair of kidneys and the bladder, as well as the most beautiful colon. <laughs> most beautiful colon yes that might be the first time ever on a podcast that's ever been said <laughs> well we couldn't find colon decor anywhere so she had to create it herself she had to make up the pattern herself because for some reason people don't um, have colon decor like scorpio decor it's it's weird so i see know, a business opportunity for somebody here yeah, <laughs> yeah who knew <laughs> So yeah, no, I, I have, uh, I've, I've really just enjoyed tapping into that, um, tapping into that woohoo that I never knew that I had, um, that mm -hmm. potential within me um, to create beautiful art, which is really what everybody should be doing all the time. Exactly. It's one of the reasons we're here to create and dance and love and sing. Well, thank you, Kira, so much. For being our first guest thank you for having me yep thank you uh can you stick around we're, we, we're gonna actually see if you can ask us some questions in the fourth quarter <laughs> sure okay all right we'll be right back fourth quarter question and answer all right, welcome back to the fourth quarter. Uh, we're going to do something kind of special today. We're going to keep Kira on for the fourth quarter, another segment. 
and yeah. she's going to interview us. So what, what yeah. do you got? What you got, Kira? Okay, so first, so Brandon, how did you and Cheryl meet? My fake answer is that I met her in a football addicts chat room. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Because uh, Cheryl's a big, He's a huge football fan. fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the real story is, uh, so we we we've known each other for a while. I uh, I actually found her again on on LinkedIn. So I was I was looking for some clients for a marketing company, and we were doing some copywriting. And so I reached out to Cheryl and uh, and a few others. But it was kind of funny because I didn't really recognize her her profile i don't know if i can explain it and do it justice but it was it was like a lot of it was a lot of rhyming and uh and and her name at, at, at on the profile was lady inhale uh and i knew i knew her and but she her hair was like really like like darker red and so like i knew i knew her but i couldn't really place it but i reached out anyways and i just you know call it a call it a cosmic force but uh but yeah so she and she responded and, and so, uh, you know, yada, 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 here we are. And here you are. So Cheryl, I have heard you say to me that Brandon fell from the sky. Yes. He just oh. fell from the sky. Can you tell us what that means to you? And can you also tell us why um, I mentioned in the third quarter, I called him Brandon. Yeah. Can you, can you elaborate on um, those two? So I had a LinkedIn profile. I don't even know why I have it because, you know, yoga and stuff, but I do have one and yeah, everything was in rhyme and kind of silly. Um, and I, you know, I've, I've been sharing some things. I had a, what's called a woohoo school. I was the head fool and I just didn't know where to go next. And I was waiting for the guidance and, and the intuition of what should I do with all this? And I was also you know, thinking, well, maybe something will open up or somebody will reach out to me. And in human design, I'm a projector. So of course we have to be invited to do things. And then I get this, you know, I do get, I often get stuff on LinkedIn, like, Hey, you know, you want to do this or whatever. And I kind of, I don't, but I recognize his name from something that we had both been involved in kind of an investments thing. And I recognize his name. So I was like, sure, I'll be your, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. And then I think, didn't you think, Brennan, it would be like a 20-minute conversation? And then you said you would write me a couple emails, and it just turned into longer. And I looked at, you know, and his name means brand, you know, brand on is what I always look at what names mean or what they look like or sound like. And I'm like, oh, he can help me get my brand on. And that's exactly what he did. And he helps me um, make, make sense to the, to most people about what it is that I'm sharing because sometimes it's a little too out there you know so he's like that doesn't make sense say it like somebody a muggle would understand yeah it's it, it's kind of cool like we're our conversations i don't know how to describe i, I don't want to say like yin and yang but there's like a there's a balance uh and you introduced me to the term muggle which is just hilarious um so usually when we're trying to figure out like how to how to explain something she does it in her you know, cosmic mystical voice and, and verbiage. And, and I, you know, I'm like Googling words to try to figure out what they mean. And, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, I'll ask her to like muggle it down to like a third grader level. And, and that's, that's what we're trying to get, you know, cause it was really like, so everything that she's involved in astrology and numerology and 
breath work and, and yoga and all these things, maybe not so much astrology in the past, but definitely the other things. And numerology is like fascinating, but yoga and breathing, uh, I've always been really interested in, you know, but it's, it's uh, very like, it's almost like a club, like from an outsider, you almost feel like you're not really like, you don't like, you're not knowledgeable enough. You don't like, it's hard to kind of like assimilate into that, into that crowd. And, um, that's really not the case. I'm just me being dumb, but she's like, so I've been fascinated by everything that, that is a part of her background. So our, so our goal is to basically take it and like, you know, it give, you know, provide this, this thing, whatever it is to people that are, you know, knowledgeable, like very knowledgeable about it, almost experts in, in those fields. And then for people like me that don't necessarily have a background uh, in, in it at all. Okay. So for those who may not know, Brandon, what does muggle mean to you? <laughs> muggle is, uh, it's a Harry Potter term, right? Yeah. So, so muggles like the, what's the opposite of magical or, or the opposite of like creative or just like, like, uh, what's that movie? The trolls. Yeah. You guys saw the movie trolls, but like the, the evil people that are not so evil in the end, what are they like the Bergens or something like that? Like those are muggly, uh, like they can't be happy. There's just like, so to me, that's kind of a muggle and it's a funny word just to say muggle. Right. <laughs> I love saying that word. Now, also, third graders can be magical. Totally. So, yeah. yeah. I, you know what? I did third graders a huge disservice there to compare them to muggles. Uh, but at but least you, the, yeah. yeah, it's just so a third grader can understand it. Right. So, right. Um, speaking of third graders and children, um, Cheryl, do you have children? I do. You do. <laughs> I do. Brandon, do you have children? I have two. You have two. I have two, right. two uh, non-muggly uh, seven-year-old <laughs> daughter and a, and a three-year-old son. Ah, all right. Great, great. So it is um, Scorpio season and Cheryl is teaching you um, some astrology, Brandon. Do you have Scorpio in your chart? And if so, where is it? It's funny you ask that. Uh, I am <laughs> a Scorpio is my, is my sun sign. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, well, that's a great question. So, so everybody knows they're like the year they were or the month they were born. Right. And so just about everybody knows what their sign is. And so the sun sign is just the, the main 12 signs that everybody knows. And it's directly correlates to when you were born. All right. So, so your sun sign is Scorpio. So when is your birthday? It's coming up actually, uh, November 21st. Ah, all right. Great. Um, Cheryl, how about you? Do you have Scorpio in your chart? And if so, where is it? I do. It's, um, my moon sign. How is that yeah. different than your sun sign? It's where the moon was. So for Brandon, it's where the sun was when he was born. Like now that's where the sun is for me. It's where the moon was, right. which makes sense because Scorpio is, you know, that's what we're, we're, we're working on with woohoo what we're what we're developing is getting to the deep essence of what really matters and he's coming at it from the sun side from the action side from the masculine side and i'm coming at it through the from the moon side the feminine side the yin side so like brandon when you said yin and yang you weren't too far off that's what it is in, in terms of the scorpio energy yeah so Cheryl, uh, Scorpio season, what are you committing to this season? Well, I do have three daughters and they're all the same age. So I'm committed to making sure that, they're, that when they come home for Thanksgiving, that the food that I cook 
they will eat because sometimes it can be a little too weird. Um, so I'm committed to that. And I'm also committed with, um, so with Bruce, my husband, we're committed to making crackers, the Crawford crackers that I would eat and that he would eat, that the kids would eat, that our Airbnb guests, the woohooers would eat. So we're working on that with um, local herbs and things like that. That's great. And yeah. how about you, Brandon, as we wrap up this fourth quarter? I'm committing to, to, you know, the, the coolest thing that I've learned so far is becoming a woohooer is, is the breathing. I, you know, I always knew it was important, but I didn't really understand why or how. And, you know, one of the cool things with my pseudo guru is she kind of like sets it up and just gives you really simple, you know, breathing exercises. And it's, it's cool. I mean, it's just like, you know, whether you had a tough day at work or you're trying to focus for something, or, you know, I play a lot of tennis, you know, whether before a tennis match, um, Ooh, there's our cosmic timer. The breathing has really helped. And so that's been the biggest thing. So I'm committed to doing that, not just this season, but now for the rest of my life. That's great. It's great. Cause breath is life. Breath is spirit. It's the first thing you do when you're born. The last thing you do before you die. So it's good that you're making that commitment during Scorpio season. So Kira, yeah. those were, those are some great questions. You, uh, you might have a future as a, as an interviewer. Ha ha ha. Yes. Great. Perhaps on Poo Poo News. There you go. Oh, Ooh, yes. We'll get into Ooh. that maybe next <laughs> next episode. We're hoping they'll sponsor us. Poo Poo News? Yeah, that would be a great sponsor. And we could, you know, showcase Poo Poo News. You are a newscaster. Yes. yes, I am Melissa Leading. Right. <laughs> I'm a newscaster as well. So we will have to figure that out. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, uh, that's a wrap. And everybody, thank you, Cheryl. Great job. We'll see you again for episode two. Should yes. we have hands in Kara. and uh, do a go team? All right. You call it. You call it special guest. <laughs> what do you want to do, special guest, to woohoo it out? To woohoo it out? Let's just say woohoo. Okay. You want our hands right. out there? We can put our hands out. Sure. All right. One, All right. two. Now, do three. we say it? Do we say it on three or do we do it three and then we do woohoo? We're going to do one, three. two, three, and then we're going to woohoo. All right. Okay. All right. One, <laughs> two, three. Woohoo! Woo Go Gators. Oh, love it. <laughs> that's a great way to end the show. Yeah, from a dogs fan. That's amazing. That's exactly. amazing. Go Gators. You must have a lot of woohoo in your life to be able to say that. I do. <laughs> I can say roll tide too. <laughs> okay, gotta go. All right. <laughs> woohoo. 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 woo-hoo. woo-hoo.